We are The Purposeful Project. We help entrepreneurs for free. Welcome to today's pep talk, where we'll take just 20 minutes to interview leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how, insights and life lessons. To hear these incredible insights, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or you can simply visit thepurposefulproject.com, sign up to our mailing list and get the podcast in your inbox every single week. So welcome to today's podcast. And today we have a special guest, Dan, Dan Blandon. And Dan is the founder of uh, the Companion app. So Dan, could you give us a bit of background on yourself and tell us a bit about um, the business that you run? Hi, Dave. Uh, thanks for having me today. It's great to be here. Um, so I, uh, I've been working on Companion for about seven years. It's, Companion is a, a mental health app for employees, um, but it didn't always start out that way. There's sort of a, there's a story behind this. Um, but um, we've been going full time now for about 18 months and we offer Companion to businesses uh, to give to their employees, but we're also available directly through the app stores to individuals that have the need to manage their mental health at work. Fantastic. So, I mean, I, you, you mentioned there's a story behind it. And I guess, you, you know, without further ado, it'd be, be kind of great to understand why you started the business and perhaps a bit of your, your, your kind of history uh, in terms of doing that. So my, my background is as a product designer. Uh, it didn't always start out like that, actually. It was I was somebody that had ideas um, and I was running a couple of uh, design agencies, so smaller design agencies. And we used to work with the likes of NatWest and Aviva and deliver these bigger corporate projects. But um, the idea behind those businesses was we would do that consultancy work, but always invest into our own ideas. So we create products or we create apps um, uh, and that type of thing. And it just so happened that we started to uh, do more work in healthcare. Uh, this is like in the early 2010s. And we created a uh, an app for a charity called Young Epilepsy, which was... Um, which became an epilepsy tracking app because one of the problems um, is diagnosing epilepsy. And the app allowed a parent to actually take a video uh, of their child having a seizure and then upload that and have it assessed. And it did really well. And it started off on this sort of, uh, you know, journey into digital health, um, uh, which we've sort of been on ever since. Um, the reason why we created Companion. Uh, so Companion is a collaboration between myself uh, and my former uh, psychologist called Dr. Robin Hart. And I met Robin in my uh, in my 20s when I was a, a younger man uh, and I was really struggling with my mental health um, and it was really disrupting my work. Um, Robin, um, Robin was able to set me on the right path again. Uh, and this was somebody I was sat at my desk like this in the office uh, and I was really unable to focus. I had racing thoughts. Uh, I was convinced that certain things were happening to me. And I really didn't understand. Uh, I didn't really have much understanding about the way the brain worked and our negative thinking. And um, and I didn't also reach out for help because back then, mental health wasn't necessarily on the agenda as much. It wasn't as visible. And I felt very sort of internalized and, and lost, really. Uh, but I eventually found my way to Robin. and he. He helped explain this is how the brain works and this is how we can actually start to manage those negative thoughts and, and sort of reframe them into something which is a bit healthier and more constructive. Um, so I had a lot of CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, 
well, you know, maybe two, three months of CBT. And then over the years, I stayed in touch with Robin. So later on, when I was running um, a design agency um, and we were looking to invest or create our own products, uh, I went to Robin and said, you know, let's let's create a, a tool or an app um, that use, uses all of those techniques um, or that includes all of those techniques that you helped teach me, you know, eight, nine years ago and actually uh, offers them out to people out there that, that are struggling with similar problems. And there wasn't any commercial basis behind this. This was just a, you know, we'll put some money in each, we'll create a product, we'll put it out there for free, and we'll see what happens. And that was the first version of Companion. I mean, it's a fascinating story that you kind of took your own personal experiences and then, you know, the professional that helped you to kind of actually sort of start thinking about an actual actual product. I mean, so, so when you first approached... Um, uh, Robin, what, did, what 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 was his reaction? You know, was he a bit like, uh, are you going to sort of take my crown jewels and sort of put them out there? Or was he sort of straight away like, this is a brilliant idea to kind of almost codify what I do and, and sort of give it maximum exposure? I think he was pleased that I felt comfortable or confident enough to approach him and say, you know, because our previous relationship was very much more, I was the patient, he was the clinician the psychologist and that was our relationship and then over the years I would meet him or see him more as a mentor as I started to build businesses and products so our relationship was starting to shift and then I guess because of that shift I felt confident enough to be able to say to him let's take it to that next step so I think he was actually pleased Robin will tell you he will tell you himself that he is um you know not the most tech uh focused individual right. um <laughs> as in he you know he would it wouldn't have, have been his idea to take these techniques and create the products out of them but he is very interested he does completely get and understand the way that technology can enable more people to access this type of support because obviously he runs his own clinic and he sees individuals every day and he knows that actually a lot of those lessons or approaches can help more people beyond his room or, you know, any of those sort of clinician rooms that you know, you would have one to one therapy in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating because I guess, you know, if you're creating an app or an experience, one of the things that you need to do is a, have a deep understanding of kind of the users and it sounds like what you had is a, well, you definitely had a ready made pool of kind of, uh, understanding around how users might kind of come and how, how how they might use this and I guess from your personal experience as well so you know that input must have been kind of invaluable uh, to begin with. Definitely and we, we've had some really in so over the years um, so when we initially started it was a side project um, but we started to develop this organic traction um, it was included in the NHS apps library GPs started to recommend it to their patients we would get messages each week from people all around the world using this product that was essentially just a, you know, an experiment, I guess, in some ways. Um, it was, I think, a, and over that sort of five-year period, whilst it was sort of existing as a side, a passion project, it was those messages and the usage and the fact that people felt the app was meeting their needs and really helping them that made us sit up and say, let's 
let's give this a go properly because we think we've got you know we've got something really good here that's meaningful that's helpful how do we then sort of take it from being that side project and create a you know proper business around it well again it's a sort of really interesting because i guess you know we're we're surrounded post covid with people who are kind of doing side hustles and you know businesses on the side and it's it's sort of interesting to sort of hear how your journey from essentially a side hustle into something which you thought well actually we could kind of commercialize this and sort of take it forward it's it, it, it's sort of fascinating to hear in in, ter- in terms of the solution itself um what 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 kind of does it involve would you would you mind just sort of outlining the sort of app itself yeah of course so the main user experience with companion is around our audio guides and exercises um companion is designed to be both a preventative tool but also a supportive tool so um if you uh, are dealing with the mild to moderate stress and anxiety that you have throughout your daily working life whether that's because you have to give a presentation or you're dealing with a colleague that's difficult or that type of thing companion has audio guides and strategies to help you um, in those situations to help you understand what's going on to manage your triggers and to manage your thinking if you're at the point where you're having more moderate symptoms of stress and anxiety like a racing heartbeat or that sense of dread about certain things that are happening at work companion can also help in that situation to dial down those symptoms and also to help you as a user build up your understanding of oh okay i might be on the road to burnout what do i need to do or um this situation is you know i feel my workload is too much and the pressure is too much and i actually need to um you know to create some structure or some boundaries around that um and um this is all sort of delivered through very much the same structure so our long form audio guides um there's over 200 across 40 topics in the app and then also a range of exercises breathing exercises mindfulness exercises uh and also sort of thought reframing exercises that an individual can access so it's very much designed to be something where if you need that support in any given moment to manage your stress and anxiety at work you should be able to find something in companion and i think what's interesting about it now is if we see that a certain amount of our users are searching for something in the app that we don't have that there's a need out there that we're not meeting we can very quickly respond to that as well and make sure that we get something in the product that can start to help meet that new emerging need as well I mean, again, that's fascinating how you kind of use the insight based out of data to sort of evolve the proposition. So can I can I just I, I guess because of Robin's sort of background in CBT, uh, cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapies, it's sort of very much aligned around that as a sort of principle. And, you know, just just in case people don't understand what what um, CBT is, can you just sort of give a brief explanation of that as well? Because I think that's that's important to understand. Yeah, definitely. And I, I might not give, I, I probably won't give as good an explanation as Robin would give or Julie or any of the psychologists, but um, this is um, how I experience CBT. Um, the CBT is, uh, yeah, it's a talking therapy um, that allows us to um, understand the way that we're thinking um, and to um, uh, 
ensure that the way in which we respond to those negative thoughts uh, is in a more sort of compassionate, constructive, healthy way. Um, so it encompasses different elements. For example, when I first met Robin and I was at the beginning of my mental health journey uh, in some ways, the first thing that we would do in any session was like a rebreathing exercise. So we would sit there, we'd do this rebreathing exercise together. It would, you know, reduce uh, sort of my my symptoms and allow me to sort of settle, I guess, my mind a little bit so that I could then take on board the lessons around um, the thought reframing. But I guess the, the core element of CBT is really that, that understanding that we can control the way. So we can't control what what happens to us in the world but we can control the way in which we react and respond to those situations and that's i guess the course of the principle uh, of cbt so i mean I, again then in terms of the app I, I can absolutely see why then having sort of long form audio to sort of help sort of deal with situations might might really work um so I, one of the things you mentioned was i, I guess the sort of be business to business application so you know rather than having only a direct consumer um app you've got you're going sort of through other third parties or other businesses so how, how, how did that sort of all come about and you know what what was the sort of thinking behind that yeah so our model is we wanted to create a model that um allowed us to um sort of meet the needs of both individuals and also businesses um Businesses now, well, they have had for a long time, but a, a duty of care to help support their employees for many different reasons, whether it's um, the, whether it's a culture, whether it's just that duty of care to support people who have these challenges, whether it's uh, performance or productivity, whether they want to sort of retain, um, retain their team and keep people sort of happy, build their resilience in the workplace. There's definitely more of a focus now within um small and large corporate environments of like how do we actually help our employees um and i think we saw that as an opportunity to um you know to offer something to the hr teams the people teams which isn't which was affordable which was accessible and uh, which was high quality as well because a lot of the i mean it's it's one of the, actually one of the things and i don't know whether this is a good quality as a founder or a bad quality dave uh, but i've never really been interested in composition um i've always preferred to sort of have a vision for a product or an idea and see it through uh, almost like getting the blinkers on at some point but just make sure that we can deliver something that we feel meets our vision but what i am aware of is in our space is that lots of our competitive products especially the work focused ones sort of hidden behind salespeople. um you know, are expensive and they're good products, definitely good products. But what we've tried to do with Companion is any company can go onto our website today and within a minute they can get a URL which they can send out to their teams and get full access to the app. You know, nothing is hidden, everything is transparent and the costing is all transparent as well because we believe in what we're doing. And rather than being uh, a provider to 20 companies and that being our sort of lifeblood, we want to meet the needs of the thousands hundreds of thousands of smes and, uh, and corporates out there in the world that are actually looking for sort of a multifaceted approach to helping their employees because there's no silver bullet it's a combination of things that they they should be looking to do 
And that's why we looked at the B2B2C. Like, how do we create something which could coexist alongside a range of other initiatives, but we, which we think would add real value to uh, to any sort of employee or new employee of a business? I mean, it, it's a really, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I'm really interested in your kind of perspective in terms of, I guess, the commercializing, how you've sort of seen actually the the getting the product out there is is sort of critical and getting as much coverage is kind of critical rather than you know building a unicorn or whatever um you know which i think a lot of um a lot of people might be tempted to do so i mean that, i think that's that that's kind of really interesting and you know i i think your point around being sort of very focused on the prize i think is and you know what you want out of it i think is a real is a real lesson for other people so um just a, you but do you, you do offer a, a direct sort of app as well to to people do you yeah so anybody can go to the app store um and uh, and, and download and use companion uh, and it's you know it's relatively affordable it's like two pound 49 a month or 24.99 a year um it's which is i think a lot cheaper than some of the competitors but i think it's sort of what we're, i think what we what we want to do what our mission has always been for me and robin is how can we help it might sound a bit of a cliche but how can we help as many people as possible uh, and how can we how can we help people before they get to the stage where they're burning out or get to the stage where where, where i for me where i had to go to a gp and start crying and go you know I've got some things going on in my head and i really need some help and i think we we know that there's many different things that individuals could do to help manage their mental health. But we definitely think that, especially for work being such a trigger for a lot of people, if you can learn some of these techniques and if you can get support for certain triggers as you experience them in your working life, so if you can get some more work-life balance, if you can build some resilience, if you can just dial down those symptoms before a big presentation or interview, then maybe actually that will that will build your resilience and it'll stop you getting to the point where, you know, you you're really struggling or you need that face to face CBT. And I think we just want to help as many people as possible. So rather than just you know people that have the big budgets that can pay for these types of products for their employees, it's sort of how do we create something which is almost like democratic for SMEs, for example where they won't even notice it because it's like £99 a month on their credit card. And actually that cost is much smaller than a lot of the other costs that they have to pay for as a business. So, you know, for us, it's about how do we get to, we're we're 25 businesses now, thousands of individual users, but it's like, how do we get to a thousand SMEs? How do we get to 10,000 SMEs? And how do we build that sort of almost like base camp type model? I don't know if you're aware, but base camp. Yeah, I I think it's that whole, it's fascinating actually, because I think, you know, when people think about kind of mental health in the workplace, it's often in the context of sort of larger businesses, I think, is the reality. Whereas actually, you know, being a, an owner of a small business or being part of a small business brings its 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 own challenges. So I think, you know, actually providing support um, at, at a level that, that the sort of companies can afford, I think it, it is amazing, to be honest with you. And I think it's I, I sort of feel is a real gap. So, you know, I founded a a, a business, my last business. Um, you know, I remember sort of feeling very lonely about, you know, being in charge of a business and I didn't really have anyone 
to kind of turn to, I find it quite stressful. And I think, you know, things like I, I still hate speaking in public, to be honest with you. So actually having support, which you can kind of turn to on an app or something like that, I think is is absolutely fantastic, but particularly within that kind of work context. So, you know, it's it, it, it's really, really interesting that you kind of identified that. Um, I, I guess, you know, you, you've sort of built the business. So what, what are some of the challenges that you've had as you've kind of built the business over the last few years? Yeah, uh, I mean, compared to my previous businesses, I've worked on different challenges. So my previous... So I've had lots of failures in my, uh, you know, lots of failed products in my sort of entrepreneurial career. Uh, but we had one, uh, an app called Health Mapper that I made with a designer called Stuart Waitford uh, that we managed to sell to another business um, about five years ago, six years ago. And um, we, again, we self-invested into that. We built the products, we built it out. It was like the Apple app of the week. And it was, you know, really exciting. And we managed to sell it. Great. We've com- but we never raised any funding. It was always, you know, we, we took that responsibility. But for Companion, we we are going through the funding rounds. And that's right. actually been a big challenge for me because it, um, rather than taking that risk, but also not having to necessarily answer to anybody else, you're then suddenly, you have to really think about your proposition and the business and the audience and all of that sort of stuff so that you can go to someone and say, this is what we're looking at this is what we want to do. This is where we're at. This is the money that we need. Um, and this is what we want to do next. So we raised um, a quarter of a million pounds, just a small amount in some respects earlier in the year. And that was an achievement for me because I never previously raised funding for any of my products. And we're going through another funding round now. Um, and I would say that out of all the things that caused me stress and anxiety, making companion uh, fundraising uh, has definitely been uh, a challenge for us. Um, and I think the other thing that we um... can I sorry, sorry just uh, I mean it's really so is that do you think that stress for you is because you know of of losing control or just you, you know having to be a lot more um, precise about you know your proposition your offer I just kind of interested in that because you know again I think when people start businesses in this day and age a lot of people think about funding and they think you know, that solves problems, but it creates its own problems, doesn't it? In terms of, you know, as you say, you end up having to answer to people a bit more than if you have kind of total control over your own, your own destiny. It's, 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 it's exactly what you said. It's that sort of, in a moment where you're probably doing lots and lots of things, you have to be, you have to really focus your time on being extremely precise about what companion is, what the proposition is, what you're trying to achieve, etc. And I don't know about you, I've never been amazing at creating these decks. You know, you see some of these, some of the decks that are circulated about, oh, this this was the seed deck for PayPal. This was the seed deck. Yeah, yeah. And you look, yeah, it's when you're actually trying to distill everything into a document to get people's attention, it's problematic. But the approach that we've taken has always been we never raise money without a product. So we've always had a product. And I think that's always allowed us to go into meetings and say, this isn't just words in a keynote. This is actually, this is the thing that we've got now. This is where we want to take it. And it just brings it to life a little bit. Um, I'm not necessarily worried about losing control because actually I'm really interested in building a business where 
everybody that contributes to the business has skin in the game and would benefit from the success of the business. I don't, this isn't, you know, I'm really want to try and create something which can help everyone that contributes move on in their lives, but, you know, move on to that next step and um, isn't something which you are, I think you'll often see. And I saw in my last business, if you don't get on board in time or at the right time, you're kind of locked out of the success, you know, especially with some of these option schemes and stuff, which is quite unfair, I think, for lots of later and late stage employees. So actually, I was really interested in, I'm not really bothered about losing control. It's not really about that. I think what I'm interested in is just bringing people along the way and finding the right people to collaborate with that could really contribute to what we're doing. No, it's 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 really really fascinating. So, I mean, I, I may be wrong in this, but I sort of get the impression that some of your background has been sort of more service orientated. So, you did did you have a sort of more agency background to begin with? Um, and now, you know, what you have is a sort of a a product is there if i'm right in my assumptions is there a sort of big difference between the two things do you think in terms of how you kind of look at them well definitely early on um i sort of we were in service consultancy we were creating products but they weren't necessarily our own products which is why we started to experiment you know in the early late 2000s early 2000 early 2010s um it's a different mentality, but um, I, I feel very much I'm sort of product orientated right. now. Actually, the thing that I really need to, uh, that, you know, I'm very comfortable in the product world, thinking about how do we make Companion a better product, what functionality, the content, features, all of that sort of stuff. But actually now Companion's very much at a stage where we have a pretty good product that will continue to evolve and iterate. And what we need to do is really think about go to market market access you know scale scaling and growth and sort of shifting my head from being like 95 percent product focused to 80 percent sales and marketing focused is is a challenge for me as well right that's very very interesting um so pe- people want to um find the app what, what's the app actually called because i think there's there's nothing like experiencing these things for yourself so i'm kind of keen to download it and 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 have a look yeah, I'll send you a link as well, Dave, so you can, you know, get, get full access um, for free. Um, so the app is called Companion. Uh, our website's companionapproach.com. But if you search for stress and anxiety on any of the app stores, you'll see stress and anxiety companion come up um, as one of the first results. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Well, listen, I really appreciate appreciate you coming and joining us today. So really really interesting story and i think some incredible lessons that that you know people can kind of take away from this so you know really wish you the best of luck in terms of you know your funding rounds and and that sort of shift from product mentality to kind of sales and marketing mentality you know i think that's that's going to be be sort of interesting to sort of see how that develops for you fantastic yeah thanks for having me dave it's been great Thank you for listening to Pep Talk today, powered by The Purposeful Project. If you found it interesting, please give us a review and follow us. In addition, you can sign up to our website and get loads more free entrepreneur knowledge, as well as get access to Pep Talk and The Purposeful Project podcast direct in your inbox every week.